0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it.
2: Thursday night edition of Sports I nearly said Friday night, Jason Matthew Scotty Sattler in the house. Hello, Satsy. How are you, You Actually, you're going to Bali on Saturday, I aren't am. you? Yep. That's come around quick. A couple of weeks. I forgot about it. Yeah, I only over there for two weeks. Ah, ten nights. Ten you're nights. You're not taking your kids? Yeah, yeah. It's really? It's two families. We've been friends since the, 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 we met in, um, what was it, kebab folding classes? Prenatal classes. Yeah. And all I remember from that was you just got to fold it like a kebab, meaning the baby. <laughs> So, and you thought, and that you were like
3: Homer Simpson. You went, mm, Yeah, that's shabab. right. So anyway, yeah,
2: no, just a couple of families going for a holiday. It's really nice. So um, are you staying in hotels or? No, nah, villa in woods oh, nice. and then a uh, hotel in Legian. So. You won't like Ubud. I've been there. I've stayed there, mate. This yeah, is about, you won't like it. It's too quiet for you. No, it's not. It's it's actually the busiest place in Bali. But I don't go out, mate. I don't. it's mate, it's horrible. There's I think there's a, a vegan restaurant up the road. Mm. That's where I'll be watching State of Origin. <laughs> Well, I'm doing some Thai chair, Whatever you do up there, what is it? I've been on Pilates. Pilates. No, you do yoga and oh. meditation. There's that many yoga mats. And up Reiki. There. A who?
3: Reiki. Right.
2: Mm. What? What's that? What's Reiki Re- healing.
3: What's that? It's a way to heal. It's through the, it's through the the spirits of your hands and
2: yeah, all that sort of stuff. Right. I think I'll stick to a bing tang in my <laughs> hand. That'll be the way. Hey, today's show, Sar uh, or Maroons? Sorry, defence coach. And Queensland legend, he played 32 origins for the Maroons in the middle and also ruined rugby league when he repeatedly headbutted <laughs> Paul Gallon's fist. <laughs> of course,
3: we're talking about Nate Miles will be joining us. Great guy. Us. Great guy. And 32 origins. I had to recheck that. That's incredible. 32 origins in the middle and was always one of the most trusted <clears throat> Trusted Origin players in that Mel coached era. So yeah, Rat and I caught with um, caught up with him
2: earlier on in the week, and nice. he's a
3: great chat. He's a really good guy.
2: Chris Nelson will preview the Ipswich Cup. That's on uh, this weekend. That's massive. I've heard it is. Yeah. It's. I think I'd love to go. I mean, check check all the ticket places, but I think it's sold out or it's close to. I wonder how many people they get out there now. We'll find out. I um I <clears> went to the Mackay Gold Cup one year
3: and the Cairns Amateurs. Now the Mackay Gold Cup was the maddest. 12 hours of my life, I think, to date. I'm, I've heard the Ipswich Cup is on par with it. So I'm going to put it on the bucket list. I've got an Australian bucket
2: list and an international bucket list. Okay, so your Australian bucket racing list. bucket list event is the Ipswich Cup. Ipswich Cup. Oh, yeah, it's up to you. Don't want to go to Birdsville.
3: Not even interested so in is going good? to Birdsville.
2: Launceston Cup, amazing. Absolutely amazing. You should try that. It's good. It's you good. haven't sold me yet. No, yeah, you've got to spend more time. Very, no, and sell no, me a little bit more. No, I can't tell you on the air why it's so good. Hey, uh, how do you think the Broncos are feeling today? The uh, Dolphins have uh, uh, have uh, done a two million dollar deal with uh, the North's Devils. Uh, this is huge for, to get their, their their players coming through in the so the cup. feeder club.
3: Yeah, yeah, feeder club. Now the, the North's Devils have been a real strong, have had a strong partnership with the Broncos for a lot of years. Uh, They used to be with the Melbourne Storm years ago. I'll go through some of their players over their history, um, their very proud history. My dad played for them in 1975, his last year of rugby league. Yeah, he wasn't going to play in 75, and a guy called Bobby Bax was uh, convinced him to come back and play. So um, it's a proud club. It's had players like uh, Darrell Roman, won the Rothmans medal out of there, goal-kicking front row. He's only 18 years of age. Uh, The great Mark Graham, one of the greatest back rowers, lock forwards the game's ever seen. Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater, Dallas Johnson, um Camp Smith, they all played in a in a uh, under 19s team together. Uh, Joe Kilroy a name Joe I Kilroy. I haven't heard in ages. Smoking Joe Kilroy. Yeah. Uh GI Greg Inglis spent some time at Norths as well. I remember watching him in his his debut Queensland Cup game and he was this tall skinny kid and I've never seen anything move as quick as what he had. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so it's a proud club, but the Broncos over the years have had anywhere up to four feeder clubs. They've had Wynnum, they've had Redcliffe, they've had Norse and South Logan. They've had Ipswich there now and then. Yep. But Norse have become a real strong part of the Broncos, um, their pathways and their feeder club. So to see them now go to the Dolphins, a lot of people say it would make sense because it's on the other side yeah, of the Gateway of Bridge. It's yeah. on the way to yep. through to Morton. So it makes sense. But I, I think the Broncos would be disappointed they weren't
2: able to, be, were able to hold on to them. Very strong side, too, in the Host Plus Cup. Back-to-back uh, not, premierships. Yeah. Uh, yeah Jock Madden. Oh, not that this matters, but Jock Madden's playing in the sixth room at the moment yep. as well. So they're a very competitive team. So all those juniors. Hey, what a great pathway. Yeah.
3: And what a great Where the Broncos have gone, you know what? It makes sense for the
2: league that you go right.
3: north to the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, We've got South, Logan. We've got Winham. Um and maybe they'll look at someone else, another club. But uh, South Logan Magpies, they've always had a, a really strong connection there where it's not far from Red Hill. So, yeah. Yeah, but, um, well, that, that's
2: good for the Dolphins. That's absolutely really good for the Dolphins. And for the kids on the north side. Bro. Yeah, 40, absolutely. Yeah, great stuff. Righty Got to get to a break. Nate Miles joins us next on Sports Day.
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show.
3: And like we have each and every day this week, we've tried to get someone who's a former Origin player, current Origin player, and we've got one of the most trusted Origin players. When he talked to Mal Meninga, he always called this guy and said, hey, mate, are we ready to go? And he's fog number 158. Mm. 32 Origins. For the games. Maroons and the Ford Pack, and that man is Nate Miles, who's part of the coaching team for Billy Slater. How are you, Nate?
0: Very good, thank you, gentlemen. How are you?
3: Really well. Well, another series, another Maroons camp. Um, is it, is there a different rule for staff than players when you're part of the coaching team?
0: Hundred percent, yeah. What rules are we talking about? <laughs> I don't think we signed the the same agreements um, coming into camp, which is probably a good thing.
4: Yeah, right. So, mate, you you guys are settled into camp. You've been in a couple of days now. You said you've had a couple of light sessions. How how are things shaping up? How are the new boys been received?
0: Yeah, yeah, really good. Look, the two boys that they're pretty familiar with. They've um, Mo was a part of it um, two years ago, and then obviously Nanai last year. it's they're, they're both players that, you know, one's been so consistent in playing the best footy of his, his career at the moment with Mo and then, you know, Jeremiah's come off a pretty short stint but, you know, killed it with energy and, and enthusiasm when he did play. So they're things that we're trying to focus on but, you know, definitely the coaches are, are looking at getting them on board with you know a couple of our um, strategies and, and different things that we're, we're trying to implement now in the system and, uh, mate, they've, they've grabbed onto it really good.
4: Mate, given the nature of the the series and the the situation Queensland finds himself in, does does the intensity go up at all in, in Origin camp? Or Are you trying to to keep a lid on the excitement? Is it more of the same, or do you you try to shut it down and just say, like, oh, boys, we've just got to work harder this camp because there's more on the line." You're playing for mate, the series, I, I think
0: organically. Yes, yeah, I I think organically it gets a little bit more intense the second game because you're you're actually building. And you've got a bit more material from Game One to, to go off. Whereas when you're going off the series before, you kind of don't want to you win win or lose. You kind of don't really want to go into this, that series purely because that's gone, that's done and dusted. You know, if we focus about that, it, it, if we won, you know, you're living in the past. If we lost, it's time to move on. So, yep. I think the intensity definitely steps up. Um, Surprisingly, mate, I, I probably missed a lot in, in regards to technical stuff because I probably, all, you know, sitting on the sideline and getting the interchanges wrong, which is something we don't want to talk about <laughs> anymore. But I, 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 t- I tend to probably see the good things and not so much the things that we can improve on until we rewatch it, and and, and that's really a great thing about the way Bill, um, Joshi Hane, um, JT, and Smithy go about their businesses. They're always looking to improve um and and you know to their credit that's how they were as players excluding Josh <laughs> uh
3: with billy I've, I've heard his attention detail is is amazing and you touched on it was like that as a player as well nate but when it comes to the opposition how detailed is billy when he looks into the the blues selections and and who's going to be playing next wednesday
0: yeah look it's a bit of a funny one with that maybe we um you know, yesterday we had a pretty light session, so we weren't really sort of touching too much on, on um, you know things that are happening down there because you know a big focus for us is just ourselves. Today, when we realised the team, uh, they you know we're probably going to train before they released the team, but they released it early, so we had a bit of a better idea. And Billy is good, um, and mate, in all honesty, he's unbelievable with the way he thinks. He's so. Sarah and, and like I've said this since last year, the amount of times that I've seen him one on one with individuals is incredible. Like I'm surprised the players even remember to get to their meetings with him. He's that switched on, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't flog a dead horse. He doesn't take it too far. He, he's he's really diligent with his time with them. So he had something ready for Moses. He had something ready for Hines. He had he was ready on on all depths so there, yeah, even with Reynolds. He knew what was he had something ready.
3: You talk about the players spending one-on-one time and, and how detailed he is with those individuals. I would be thinking, Nate, that Reese Walsh, as a 20-year-old, would just be oh, relishing well, every yeah. second he gets to spend with, you know, potentially one of the greatest fullbacks of all time.
0: Yeah, he is, mate. He is. I, I'll tell you what, Reese um, probably doesn't show that much. Um, mate, he's super, super humble and incredibly willing to learn um, you sit and listen to him. He's always got a question. He's very interested to learn, um, especially off Bill, like you said. It's, it's like a free life lesson he's got with him at the moment, and he's he's just jumping on it. Uh, and you know, the way he approached um, being involved last year um, around camp, and then you know, getting the nod this year, um, which was going to be no easy easy feat getting it that spot. He's done it, and he's really cherishing it. And I just hope he keeps. I don't hope. I know he will, but you know that he just keeps on that line of improving and um, and just taking his football again to the next level.
4: Yeah, mate. He's, he certainly showed us all what he was capable of in game one. You know, he just no, he was. I, I thought he was close to the best player, if not the best player yeah. on the field in game one, mate. Um, I, I wanted yeah. to ask you. So you, you're on the sideline. You're watching the game. You're seeing all the good things, but then you go back and watch it. Um, Tell us where you saw uh, room for improvement in the Queensland side.
0: Oh, mate, I'll, I'll probably I'll allocate my opinions to the forwards as I was never in the backs. Um, I, I think our guys could probably work together a bit more. You know, we're we're very blessed with with some really really well rounded footballers, and and they can probably handle themselves. They're that good in in areas. Um, that they can probably handle themselves running on their own, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. where I think that there's definitely room for improvement. They are working together. They'll last a lot longer in the middle, that there'll be a lot more uh, emphasis on the defence and having to be honest instead of, you know, if they're pushing up in twos and threes, you know, four or five of their line has to move up instead of one or two, and, and, and it'll work a lot better for them. There, there wasn't anything catastrophic for us to improve on, um, as, as a group, but definitely all around, there was a lot to um, look at.
3: Yeah, nice. Now, Reuben Cotter, looking at the team, Nate, and obviously you got Fafita and Nene in the back row and you've got Flegler Cotter, Fodder Waker. Will Reuben Cotter spend a little bit of time in the back row like he did in, in Game 1?
0: Man, I'm going to say yes, purely because every time that, that bloke seems to get on the field, he's covering <laughs> for injury and it's in a position he's not used to. <laughs> he's just a, like he's a champion mate like honestly this bloke's like a horse he, he doesn't stop and um you know he's again you talk about people being humble and, and wanting to work and improve like, he's a game one specialist at the moment last year he was incredible oh,
4: wasn't he yeah. and this
0: year again, yeah, yeah yeah this year again he, he's managed to surprise people and and let them know you know sort of how good he is and, and he just flies along but just great to have around the team too you know like he's that bloke is smiling, laughing, ready to, to have the next hit. And and we probably need someone like that again now. We haven't got um, Tommy Gilbert, you know, which was your real sort of energy, fierce, you know, first to be ready kind of guy. That's what, um, yeah, uh, that, that that other guy, Cotto, he's yeah, not too far <laughs> off it. And I think he's going to step up again.
4: Mate, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Paddy Carrigan, just the amount of minutes he plays, his toughness. What's he like to coach, mate? He just seems like a really well
0: balanced young man. He's too smart, rat. Right? These guys are too—they're too intelligent <laughs> now. I don't know. I get a bit cranky. They're in the forwards. They shouldn't be. in there. Um, <laughs> mate, super, super kids. You know, they're they're superstars in their game. Um, you know, I, I've always think of the Broncos as being, you know, sometimes. They get amped up a bit, you know, more than the other other Queensland teams because of you know the the stature of the club and things like that. But they're they're so humble, these lads, and they're so switched on and they're so um, ready to go. You know, his hair is amazing too. Like if, <laughs> I, I haven't been close enough to smell him, but I'm sure that's going <laughs> to smell good as well.
3: Hey, Nate, any golf in camp when you get the sanctuary?
0: i always put my hand up i even pack a titleless hat that fits me because not many do but mate, they, we've got some real golfers in the team and the boys love getting out together so there's no spots left um, yeah right right yeah if there is anything left over um is normally the first to jump in and i'm not far behind but yeah there's there's some real good golfers in the group mate and they love getting out together so there's not many spots left but i try to
4: good place to do it up there at Century cove mate now uh, we had a chat to an old mate of yours a little while, and I just wanted to ask you this question: Was there any special tech tackle techniques that you used to employ against the Blues, particularly? Well, before
3: he gets his, before he gets his response, mm. let's let Nate have the retort.
4: Okay, oh, okay, okay let, yeah. Let's
3: let's wait for well, Birdie. Well,
4: well to... we, we we chatted with your mate, your old mate Birdie. So let's have a look what Birdie had to say, and then did you and Gal did you ever
3: strategise leading in about is there one particular play you'd possibly try and go after?
0: Like well, Margie was renowned for like cheap shots, and we saw it over and over and over and over and over over again. And he had his tactics, he tackled with his head, he come in with his hip, he drove, like he he knew all the soft spots. He was pretty smart. Miles actually told me all these details, because we're good mates. And we sort of spoke about it in camp, and said no one's going to tolerate it. If anything happens like that, we're just no backward steps. It's cracking. And obviously, um, I think our chief showed Milesy and then Milesy actually stood up and pushed him and then go, this boss, bus, boss, bus, bus. Mate, Miles, he hit him five on the chin and Miles didn't drop. Got a Gales, fair size. Drops he has. He's got a fair chin on him too. So yeah. That's a fair effort. But, but it ruined rugby league.
4: Yeah. It ruined like, rugby league. It did. <laughs> what do you think, Miles? He reckons you were reckon the one that ruined rugby league by, by starting that fight and stopping the, the one punch, pun- brought in the one punch rule.
0: Well, you're your little shit comment about mine, dog. Oh, there's a lot of brains in, in there,
4: mate. A lot of brains in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. bloody that, yeah. That's That's your fine, mate. You're, you're good. <laughs> like, you're, you're sweet. Ratt, see, see Rat strong, was born, same, in, brother. as you know, Rat
3: was born in Carring Bar, mate. So, oh, you know, I'm a Queenslander. walks both them. sides.
4: Lived up here. Yeah. yeah. Of,
0: nah, no. In all honesty, I, I think the game has simply elevated the ability to go softer. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've always said this, mate. What happens on the field stays on the field. Um, to their to their plan of focusing on my tackle technique, I think they needed to focus more on scoring points in that era. Um, but, you know, that's well, well, the they want to focus on that. When you th- tackle. <laughs>
4: well, you're right. Well, when you think about it, it worked, didn't it? Like whatever whatever it is that mate, you were doing out there, it worked. <laughs>
0: And 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 like I've always said, mate, uh, Gal wouldn't knock me out if he wasn't such a good boxer. But he he wanted the box, and he put, he ended up putting a couple on me, and not just one big one. Right. But at the same time, we we all had a job to do, and we're out there. My job wasn't to score points and you know, I'd do it all again. Yeah. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you would give him
3: the cans kiss, hey, drag him into the gutter.
0: and oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, we need seven of us to do that <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, No, was always great always to fun. catch up with you a Great character of the game Part of the uh, the coaching staff of Billy Slater and, and this time next week You're getting prepared Only oh, 24 hours away so from odd. Hopefully for Queensland If you're a Queensland fan Wrapping up the series So thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate
0: Anytime, lads Thank you
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. For Polaris, Australia's
2: number one selling side-by-side brand. Time for a sports update. Uh, Shane Flanagan last night was confirmed about 7.30 last night by the Dragons that he's officially signed a three-year deal. Um, As Ben Hunt is apparently still unsure on his future Despite the appointment of Flanagan, now obviously there's always got to be a negative uh, thrown into a positive story. Yeah. Is he a good signing um, for the dragon SATs because I'm not sure. Yeah, I've always been uh, been quite critical of of Shane
3: Flanagan and the role that he played at the Sharks, which of course he, he served a suspension for and, and and duly deserved as well. Uh, he's done his time as an assistant coach and a recruitment manager. Many say oh, he's done his time, he should be allowed to coach again. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. So what I'm willing to do as a rugby league fan is say, let's just give him another go. Yeah, Time will tell whether he's learnt from his past indiscretions and that he doesn't disrespect the game that has given him a, a really good life and a really good opportunity. So, But in saying that, I thought there wasn't a lot of candidates that could have taken that Dragons, that Dragons job on. Now, he's a former player, Shane Flanagan with the Dragons, played a, a few lower-grade games. I think he won a... Comp with him in the. Do you reckon that's has got him across the line? No, 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 absolutely not. Right. What got him across the line is he's experienced. He's Premier taken a team to finals in you know, consecutive years, two or three years in a row. They've won a comp together. He's debuted players that have gone on to play 150, 200 game players. Uh, so his resume looks really good. His resume looks very, very good. Well, so, but what, yeah, his resume from a positive point of view looks really good. There are some real definite black markers in that as well. Uh, but the board and the director of Rugby League needs to just make sure that he's staying within the parameters, which I've got no doubt they will, or being at the Dragons at the, at the moment, you, I wouldn't want to give him free reign for now. I still think he's on probation, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, as a, as going back into a first-grade role. So there wasn't a lot of candidates that have a, a successful resume when it comes to on-field coaching. And the only people that were available were Des Hasler, well, he never really stuck his head up. Only other people, the media, were throwing his name up. Shane Flanagan and Michael Maguire. And I never saw Michael Maguire's name thrown up as well. So yeah. when it came to experience and success on the field, he was his most obvious one. Now, the other two were Dean Young. He's part of the Dragons' DNA. Two great Dragons players, both his father and, and Dean. And also Ben Hornby, captain of the 20, 2010 Premiership winning side. I think it would have been really difficult for both those players – coaches no to go in coach, there that no. haven't had any head coaching experience, are too emotionally connected to the club, still have really good contacts in the club. Ben Cray is on the the, the board of directors who won comps with both those players. Just too many connections. And I think the smartest thing the Dragons have done in, in recent times is not appoint either of those. And I say that respectfully because I think they'll eventually be first-grade coaches, but it's not the right time for them at the Dragons.
2: Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Given, based on? Based on his history and yep. what happened at the Sharks. I don't like it. I, and I don't think that to do what he did doesn't deserve a second chance. I think what sours people is that,
3: yes, he was uh, deemed to um, play some responsibility of overseeing the supplements, performance enhancing supplements That's one thing. Role. I
2: think I know where you're going.
3: But then while suspended, yeah, he was advised not to make any contact. Yeah. And so he, he still made contact. He went against the conditions that were laid against him. And uh, I think that's where people said, you know what, we're willing to give you possibly give you another go, as serious as what the supplement program was. Yeah. But then when you go back and basically spit in the face of the game yeah. and the governing body, I hear you. a lot of people are off you. But as I get older, I was starting to soften a little bit. And I think, you know what, he should have some tight reins on him. I think the Dragons, director of football, whoever that is, and their board need to say, okay, you, know, you don't have full control yet. Mm. You'll earn that down the
2: track. You've got to earn that trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good call. Righty, there you have it. What do you think about the appointment? 0457 736 736 Polaris. End of financial year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on Polaris Rangers. When we come back, uh, we're going to preview Friday night football. There's no Thursday night football. But Friday night football. So, what have we got? We've got Friday night football. We've yep. got the Ashes first ball yep. bowl. <clears throat> yep. And we've also got. In Brisbane, you've got the Swans and the Lions. And
3: what's the golf? There's a major
2: on this weekend. Yeah, the US as well, Open. Isn't yeah. US Open. So much going on. I won't sleep. Anyway, this week. anyway hold your horses. Back in a moment. A day.
1: The award winning seven seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back
2: to the show. Actually, just popping up on our TV in the studio is Tina uh, Turner dancing. In 1993
3: the... Grand Final. This is where they filmed the 1994 version yeah. with the whole crowd involved, yeah.
2: God, she looks good, but you're saying
3: off the air she's a bad dancer. She's a bad dancer. Yeah. Well, is this, I, I, it's too soon. Is it too soon? No, I mean. She looks
2: like my auntie used to get drunk at every family event. Yeah. And uh, she used to dance like that. We
3: say this with love. We do. Because of we she's do. so great for the game. She was 52 there. Unbelievable. 52. Looked amazing. Yeah.
2: Ream manufacturing in Australia for over 80 years. No footy tonight. Well, no NRL tonight. There is AFL action between Geelong and Port Adelaide. So I'll be Come watching that tonight. Come on the Catters. Um, I've, I've started to fall in love with the Catters a
3: little bit. I love the you? Lions. And I love the, I want the Suns to make the finals.
2: Mate, how many teams you got? Yeah, no. You've got more AFL teams but than I've, rugby I've league I've started clubs to fall for, for the Catters a little bit. I've been right, watching a fair okay. bit of Joel Selwood. No mention of the Swans. You're not a fan of the Swans? No? Uh, Broncos and Bunnies will enjoy their first buy of the year. What? It's incredible when you think about it. Those teams must be buggered. 15 games are played on the trot. Yeah. fifteen And gotten through origin number one. Yep. And the Broncos did that a lot better than South.
3: And this is why the Bunnies, a lot of people have questioned this, especially New South Wales fans and the media. The Bunnies have sent <clears throat> their physio, Eddie Farrar, into the New South Wales camp on two days just to ensure that the program that they had set for both of those injured players, to make sure it's being followed, and a lot of people are going, put your faith in the in the physios and the medical staff. Well, when you've got a couple of Ferraris like that in your garage mm. and Origin doesn't pay, pay their wage, the club does, Yeah, I can see why you'd want to send someone in there and make sure the decision that is especially made on Latrell is the right one whether he's going to play oh, or not. Because when call. he comes back to the Rabbits – and he's wounded, yep. he could blow out for the rest of the season. So, yeah, they were flatlining. I thought the Bunnies were flatlining more than the Broncos. I think the Broncos have handled the first 15 rounds better than what the Bunnies have because they don't seem to have a lot of injuries. They've had a good victory against the the Knights where the Bunnies, albeit didn't have a lot of mm. their stars in the game, a mm. couple of their stars in the game. Yeah, Dragons, they beat them up a little bit.
2: They're brand-new Kia Sorrentos too, by the way, in the garage. That's looking after our sponsors. I used,
3: I used to have a Kia, Sorento. I
2: know. You've upgraded. I like the colour of your new Kia. Uh, let's take a quick look at tomorrow Jungle night's green. Going. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, you'll hear this on SEN League with Sats. Uh, also, Andrew McCulloch and Mark Braybrook. Uh, the Cowboys host the Panthers. Am I doing the game with Fuzzy Wuzzy Bear tomorrow night? Who's fu- Andrew McCulloch. Yeah. Have you
3: seen his hair? It looks like yeah. Humphrey B. Bear. <laughs> Have a look next time. Can we
2: isolate that, please, yeah. uh Cohen, and play that to him tomorrow night?
3: Yeah, Toddy Payton without five players. Nani or Nana, they say now. Tuolungi, Cotter, Holmes, Robson. And they're up against the Panthers, who are without six, five origin stars, and, of course, Nathan Cleary out injured. Uh, I've got to say, because it's been played in North Queensland, and I think they've just started to find something that's getting back to their, their regular best, the cows. Even though they're without their... Origin stars, they've still got Drinkwater, they've still got Dearden, they've still got Chad Townsend, uh, they've still got um they've still got Lukey. So they've still got some really good players mm. um still playing. So um I expect the Cowboys to possibly win by two points.
2: Yeah, right. Could go either way. They're coming off the bye, aren't they? They had that they big are. win over the storm and now they're coming off the bye. Yep. So that'll be good. So you've got the Cowboys by which is two not points. ideal when you
3: have a good win like that. You want the momentum to continue building the momentum. But yeah, I've got I've got them by two only, only because Luai's out. Mm. Clear is always going to be out injured, but because Luai and Crichton and Liam Martin, yeah, I think the their players guys, out are from a club level have been in far better form than what the Cowboys players have.
2: Cowboys by 10 for me. Hot water needs replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Break time when we come back. Chris Nelson, big weekend of racing in Queensland. We'll check that out next.
1: Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year.
2: Well... We've only got a couple of weeks left of the Winter Carnival in Queensland and it goes quiet for a little while, but big one this weekend. Of course, the Ipswich Cup. Happening in Ippie. I reckon this
3: would be a great afternoon. I've never been. I reckon it would be an outstanding afternoon.
2: I have managed to be at the racecourse hotel, which is next to the track, mm. post Ipswich Cup Day, and everyone was it just rolled on. Lunatics everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. Chris, speaking of lunatics, Chris Nelson. I was waiting uh, for that. <laughs> his, nice segue, Satsy. Uh, is
5: Beautiful. joining us
2: now, Nelson. It is one of the big racing days on the Queensland Racing Carnival, the Ippy Cup.
5: It is, it is, Jace. Uh, good evening to you. Good evening, Sats. It's uh, one of the biggest and one of the most uh, attended. I think they get twenty thousand plus out what? there for Ipswich Cup Day. Are you serious? Yeah, they do. Hacked. Massive, That's massive. Awesome. That's outstanding. I yeah. love that. There's no spare. Everyone's packed there on top of each other, what? underneath each what? other, next yeah. to each other. What do you mean on top know? of each what other? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, there's not a lot it's of room there on their yet. shoulders. No, that's I'm going later on. on.
2: <laughs> I'm cancelling Barley. <Bali>. <laughs> <out
5: there>. Right <laughs> yeah, mate. So
2: what can we expect at the Ipswich Cup this year?
5: Well, we've got uh, the Ipswich Cup. That's our major. That's our feature, of course. We have the Eyeliner Stakes, which is the sprint race, and we have the Gay Waterhouse Classic. They are the three feature races, and they are races 7, 8, 8, and nine and they all look quite uh, open affair so if you can jag one of the uh, winners of those you'll probably be doing quite okay so they're the main feature races we've got to look forward to all listed level and uh, i think we've, i've got a ruffie in one of those guys i'll get to that in a sec but i've got a ruffie for it. Oh you. no. so you'll enjoy this one you nice. like something with a one in front of it nice nice yep. now
3: um a lot of the the horses that have been lining up for a lot of these these big races across queensland racing especially brisbane over the last few weeks Will they yep. be backing up? So Stradbroke last week, for example, a number of Group 1s last no. weekend, but they won't be backing up for this?
5: Oh, We've got uh, one of the horses in the eye line, a Hollyfield's going to back up, but there's not many. Most of those horses from last week have probably run their grand finals yep. and they've gone for a break until the spring. Or some will turn up at the Tiara meeting next uh, Saturday at Eagle Farm. That's the final Group 1 of the entire racing season. Uh, we'll get quite a few. There's some good races there. Of course, the Ian Healy Stakes is one of the features there on uh, Tiara Day. The Healy Stakes, guys, which we like to name. The Ian I, Healy I love that Ian Healy's Trek. got yes. a
3: race named after him, and it's something to do with wearing a tiara.
5: Yeah, that's nice. I it? like it. It's on the same day. Yes, very nice. Yep. Uh, so there, that answers your question. There. So not many of them will turn up at uh, at Ipswich, but we'll get quite a few next week, and then we'll see some of those horses that were impressive last week and mm-hmm. in the previous weeks turn up in the springtime. Down south, looking I'm, forward to that.
3: I'm filthy on Democracy Manifest. I've had money on it the last what? three weeks other than last week. And You it, win some, you lose more. You win some, you lose more. So, uh, where else, other than Ipswich, where else around the state are we racing, Nelson?
5: We are racing on Saturday at uh, Bow Desert. No poly track meeting at the Gold Coast this week. It's Bow Desert. Uh, we race at Rockhampton up north and we race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. And we're back to the Sunshine Coast for a meeting on Sunday afternoon. Eight races there. So another busy weekend uh, until we get to Eagle Farm again next weekend. As you said, Jase, then we've got the Sunny Coast meeting, the Caloundra Cup after that, and then we go a little dormant for a while while the uh, the southern states take over. But we'll still be racing. We just don't have any majors. Yeah, that that's time. all right.
2: That's all right. Uh, what do you like this weekend, mate?
5: Uh, I like one in the eyeliner, race eight, number seven, Irish Songs. Now, you'll get double figures about this one and you need to because he's drawn an inside gate and he's a horse that does drift back a little. So he's going to need luck in the straight. There's no doubt about that. He'll need luck to get through. But if he does, he's got a big finish on him and he can run a really good race. So race eight, number seven, each way Irish Songs. In the cup, I think race seven, number three, Desert Icon will be hard to beat. And my best bet comes up, race three, number seven, Sunfall. I think just maps beautifully, gets the run of the race. It's the best of the day. Race three, number seven. Jason, you're going to ask me about boom horses, aren't you? Mm. Well, there isn't any official boom horses, but I can tell you in race one, number three, Defiant Spirit, who won impressively on debut at the Sunny Coast, is a spirit of boom bred horse. So go with that one. Race one, number three. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you should win.
2: So your tips are race eight, number seven. Race seven, number three, was it, Nelso? Yes. That's that's it. It. And race three, number seven. That's uh, that's
5: your special today, right? Yeah. That's, day, right yep. that's you know, my best bet.
2: All right, mate. Enjoy the Ipswich Cup. Enjoy all the racing around Queensland this weekend. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Nelson, we bid you farewell. Have a great weekend, guys.
1: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. You know, we haven't even talked ashes yet. That kicks off tomorrow
2: night at Edge Baston. Ball. We haven't even talked about uh, the US Open, but yep. you're telling me off the air, this is the... First uh, time in
3: 75
2: years, yeah, the US Open's been, <clears throat> been in LA. Los Angeles Country Club has been played. Very exclusive... Country club. Now you're telling me that this is the least important major. No, I didn't no I never said you that. You said that off air. No. I said out of all the four majors. Yeah, this is the least important one. No, no, no.
3: I didn't say important. Well, at least the, the one they don't want to win. No, not the, the <laughs> one they don't want to win. Of course they want to win it because it's a major.
2: Yeah, and a half million US. But it's not
3: in the top two.
2: No, that's not the championship, what you said.
3: the British Open is the first. The Green Jacket is second. No, I'd say the Green Jacket's first. No. Yes. No, the, 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 the historians of golf will tell you that the British Open, the championship, is the one that everyone okay. wants to win. So then
2: you've got the Masters and then you've got the PGA. The PGA. This is better than the PGA. No.
3: Why? I'd go as far to say that you shouldn't count the US Open. The Australian, Open, the Australian Open should be, or the New Zealand Open, should be the fourth major. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. The, the one they played at Tweed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Is the one you need to. Uh, <laughs> kicks off around about 11.45 uh, tonight. Did you say Rory
3: McElroy and Brooks Kepka uh, teeing off together? Can you believe that? They're going to compare bank accounts.
2: Mate, there is no love lost there. That, mm. that, that is going to be one of the great pairings. Um, it's interesting, too. The boss of the PGA has gone missing. He's not, not... Well, officially gone missing. No, he's just... Oh. He's taken leave. So why would you go on leave? You'd just done this deal with the Saudis. Very stressful. And then you've got your, the as you call it, the he's, fourth. He's just bought an island. That's what he's done. <laughs> That's alleged, and we don't talk about that. But you, you're you saying that because the USPGA's on, and he's not around. He's not yeah. even there. Mm. That seems weird to me. Yep. That seems strange. He's going to lead it up, isn't he, the new comp?
3: I don't, mate, no, yeah. one know, no one knows anything. I think the word is that he, as part of the agreement, that he would head up this new um, formed right. competition.
2: What you're saying, he's looked after himself and not the players. Well, it wouldn't have been him walking away altogether. Mate, the players still don't know what's going on. Mm. Still don't know what's They'll going on.
3: They'll know soon when their uh, bank accounts are increasing significantly.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And mm. they can wear shorts. Steve Smith, by the way, set a scare through the Aussie camp on the eve of the Ashes after being struck in the finger by a ball in the nets, which required medical attention. He'll be all right. He
3: won't miss it. He'll be fine.
2: He won't miss the first test.
3: Andrew McDonald, the coach, was the one that bowled it to him. So it wouldn't have come in with any force.
2: I've got
3: to say, listen, before we go, before we finish the show, can't wait for the Ashes. This is going to be outstanding. The big question is Hazelwood Boland, Boland. Many experts are saying Boland. It has to be. Either way, you've got two quality bowlers that hit the right mark. But looking at, I was doing some research down the English side, which was named today. Some of their averages <laughs> Joe Rootson's giving up the captaincy has gone from 40 to 60 average. Yeah. Young Brooks, the middle order batsman, he's averaging 80s as a strike rate of 99. Seven
2: tests, though, still so early.
3: So he's getting a ball, he's getting a runner ball in test match cricket.
2: Out of his seven tests, three centuries half centuries. Matt, he was pussed at the Hurricanes a couple of years ago. Didn't do a thing. So since Stokes has taken
3: over the captaincy, 11 out of 13 tests they've won. They love to bowl first. Mm -hmm. The one time they were put into bat by South Africa, they were lapped by an innings and X
2: amount of runs. What about the opening batsman? His name escapes me at the moment, but uh, he's faced something like 800 deliveries, 700 and something deliveries in test cricket. He's only let eight go. And if you hate reverse sweeping, sports fans, you are about
3: to see a gluttony of reverse sweeping on Nathan Lyon. Are you? By the English. Okay.
2: Mm. I think we have got to, mate. I reckon we win the series three 0 Really? But, yeah, I don't think the I don't think the Poms will win a test. Just you don't think your bowling attack's enough? No, they haven't got a genuine spinner, and our well Mo Ali has been bought out of retirement. Well, I just said that they don't have a genuine. Spinner.
3: Yeah, but you didn't mention his name. You just said they don't have a genuine spinner. You did. They just got,
2: pulled a bloke
3: out you, of a nursing home. You got to get more depth to your your information. You say they don't have a genuine spinner because they brought Mo and Ali out of. Hasn't played first class cricket, cricket for 18
2: months. <laughs> Click it. He was retired, so. Head to ICanWin.com.au for a chance to win tickets for you and three mates. It's a state of origin what? game two. They're sold out. All thanks to Auto Masters. Great service guarantee. How good's Auto Masters? They've got two tickets.
3: No, four tickets.
2: Yeah. They've got four tickets and they're saying, we are we going to use them for a staff? Your math's so bad. You can use them. That is nice of him. What well on Auto Masters. Icanwin.com.au. Yeah, not Ben Icanwin. It's I can as in C-A-N, win.com.au. Got it? Nice. Better go. This has been Sports Day. Can't wait. The Ashes tomorrow night. And uh, good luck uh, to Port Adelaide and Geelong tonight in the AFL. Catch you. Bye. mate. <laughs> Goodbye.